You fool me, we can't get fooled again. In Dallas, Texas, three shots were fired at President Kennedy's motorcade in downtown Dallas. December 7th, 1941. A date which will live in infamy. You don't know what you're talking about, do you, sir? Because people have got to know whether or not their president's a crook. Well, I'm not a crook. I've earned everything I've got. If you don't like what we tell you to believe in, we'll kill you. All right, kids. Listen. Podcast, don't listen to this. If you're not of age. What's of age? Of age is like you can make your own decisions in life without parental guidance. So 18, 16? Uh, 18. We're not in Atlanta. Georgia is we're 16. Not in I, that's what I said. We're not in Atlanta. This is 18 and up. Look. Atlanta. We're a bunch of, we're a bunch of dudes, and we're, we're going to say some really bad words. And probably some things that might offend you. But. Don't listen to this. Can't wait till you listen. Yeah, don't if do it. If you're 18 and up. Don't do it. If you're 18 and yeah. up. Yeah. All right. Hey, everybody. This is Eric, Sean, Jorge. We're back. This is all about Lee Harvey Oswald. The man, the myth, the asshole. Yeah, and so, so in our last last episodes, we were all talking about it was all the Warren Commission. Uh, it was the entire report, everything they went like the official story of the JFK situation. Suppose, now, suppose. Now we pretty much established it's Lee Harvey Oswald. Right? Well, I mean, no, according, uh, according to that, according to the according to them, yeah, yeah, according to the the government. So we we can't go. F- like we can't go on without diving into Lee Harvey Oswald. He's well, obviously, so he's like the like besides JFK, he's like yeah, he's, he's the protagonist slash antagonist yeah. of this entire thing. Like, yeah, that's right. So, Acor- according to the government, uh, yeah, exactly, <laughs> according to the government. Okay, so Lee Harvey Oswald. Lee Harvey Oswald was born at the old French hospital in New Orleans, New Orleans, New Orleans, on October eighteenth, nineteen thirty nine. His father died of a heart attack two months before Lee was born. Is that why they call him Lee Harvey Damn. Oswald instead of just fucking Lee Oswald? Like, Jesus, leave the middle name out. That's true. I hate middle names. I hate my middle name. Adam. What's your middle name? <laughs> what is your middle name? Luis. Luis. Jorge Luis. <laughs> Do you have two middle names <laughs> or just one? Sean, what's your name? No, you middle got name? two middle names and you got two last names. So what, give me your full. I'm, I'm sorry, you have sorry, four got, names? Got, no, 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 no. I got two names. Yeah. First and middle, and then you get two last names. In in Mexico, you you take the mom and the dad's last name. Oh, how progressive! Wow. <laughs> All right. I was named after a uh, '80s comedy. Uh, I was named after a, a novella guy. Like, Ooh, a novella. novella. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, really? He was very hot. So his father died of a heart attack two months before he was born. So Lee Harvey never had a dad. Okay. Sad. Right? Lee's older brother, Robert Jr., was also a former Marine in 1944. So that was 1939. That's when he was born. Okay. You said also. So his dad was a Marine or you're talking about No, Lee also is Lee was Lee a Marine. Was, okay. Lee's former right, Lee's a Marine. Yeah, yeah. In 1944, Lee's mother, Marguerite, she moved the family from New Orleans to Dallas. 
Oswald entered the first grade in 1945 and over the next half dozen years attended several different schools in Dallas through the sixth grade. Oswald took an IQ test in the fourth grade and scored 103. <laughs> in the fourth grade. Fourth grade. But that's pretty good. That's not the, bad. Dude, I scored, that's a, not I, bad. I scored 167 when I was in the fucking fourth grade. I know, it's true. I was meant to qualify. Like, oh, Jesus. Like, I was meant to qualify. Yeah. I was meant to qualify. Jeez, man. 167? Yeah. In the fourth? Yeah. No. That was, that was like mom, some no. like, offbeat fucking No, like, ask that's insane. Straight up, ask my mom. It's her fucking claim to fame. She, she literally, it's the, she tells every motherfucker this shit. She, I think she's got it saved. Because she was like, smart, there's dude. no I, way he's this I, I, smart. It's believable. Pretty <laughs> smart. Once, I've never scored a 167 even as an adult. No, same. Well, trust me, the Michelob Baltras have shaved that number <laughs> way down. <laughs> did, you just, did you just do the left side circles? <laughs> I, was like, I was like, ABC, ABC, yeah. ABC. <laughs> smart, man. <laughs> you deserve system. it. I hacked the system. Yeah. <laughs> so as a child, Oswald was described as withdrawn and temperamental by several people who knew him. When he was 12 in 52, his mother took him to New York, where they lived a short time with the half-brother, John. Oswald and his mother were later asked to leave after an argument in which Oswald allegedly struck his mother and threatened John's wife Damn. with a pocket knife. And he was 12? That's pretty yeah, savage. That's gangster. So then Oswald attended seventh grade in the Bronx, but... <laughs> Perfect. And this is this is just per this information, but was tardy, difficult, was submitted to a psychiatric assessment at juvenile reformatory. The psychiatrist, which was Dr. Hartogs, described Oswald as immersed in a vivid fantasy life, turning around the topics of power and you know things like that. So through which Oswald tried to compensate for his present shortcomings and frustrations. And that's from Dr. Hartog. Yeah, because every psychiatrist it's, is yeah. fucking German. <laughs> Super, like, it doesn't really tell us anything, like, that statement by the psychiatrist. It seems like it was his own, like, personal, like, no. outside of professional opinions. Like, I just hate this yeah. asshole. Like, he, like <laughs> listen to the sentence. Tries to compensate for his present shortcomings and frustrations. Well, do they, they drive, like, a big Dodge Ram how or something? That, like, yeah. I, did. I don't know how that helps. Yeah, I think, we, big I think we all yeah, try to compensate for our present shortcomings. Dude, I do that all yeah, the time. Yeah, yeah. How do you exactly. think I got through life so far? <laughs> so when Lee returned to school in 53, his disciplinary problems continued. When Oswald failed to cooperate with school authorities, they sought a court order to remove him from his mom's care so he could be placed in a home for boys that could complete oh, his education. Shit. Damn, this is like almost like a, it's almost like a weird offshoot of Goodfellas. Yeah, like he's he like, put yeah. In I'm, not, I'm not going to school. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, this was postponed partially because his behavior improved. Mm. So before New York family court system could address their case, the Oswalds left New York in 54 and returned to New Orleans. So Oswald then completed eighth and ninth grade in New Orleans. He entered the 10th grade in 1955, but quit after one month. Damn. After leaving school, Oswald worked for several months as an office clerk and messenger in New Orleans. Oh, that's before child labor laws existed. <laughs> Crazy. So he didn't. He, he well, didn't he's, finish. He's, he's what, like sixteen? Yeah, you're right. Okay, he's sixteen. That's a good point. That's yeah, good point. but he never finished high school. Is the point? Yeah. <laughs> Not like us, right. boys. Hey, <laughs> speak for yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Check the credentials. Of the, uh, the, the credits. Didn't, the, the credits yeah. didn't get transferred over. <laughs> 
So in 56, Oswald's mom moved the family to Fort Worth. Oswald re-enrolled in 10th grade for September in Arlington Heights High School in Fort Worth. A few weeks later in October, Oswald quit school at the age of 17 to join the Marines. I mean, this guy, mm. this is a lot of flippy floppy. Yeah. Texas, New Orleans, Texas again. He's all over the place. Like, so Lee Harvey never got a diploma. But he got a rifle. By the, this? The, by the Marines. Wait, I, do, do you need that to get into the military? The Marines? No. Oh, fuck no. They don't give a shit. I thought, I thought you needed that or GED or fuck something. Fuck, hell no. You might need it to advance further as like a career. Yeah, oh, okay. it's true. You know, it's true. Like, you, you know. Yeah, okay. but like to hold, like to serve, they're yeah. like, fuck it. But just, yeah, I'll take just, anybody. <laughs> yeah. you, well, come on, come on. <laughs> but just to summarize, so Oswald resided at 22 different homes. That's a lot. 22 Damn. and attended 12 different schools. That was by the time he was 15. I see Eric is trying to set the table here. I'm just saying, like, 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 that, he's dis- like he's disturbed. Yeah, yeah. disturbed. Yeah, disturbed. So by the age of 15, he considered himself actually a socialist. So in his diary, and there is a there is a diary, he says, and I quote, I was looking for a key to my environment, and then I discovered socialist literature. I had to dig for my books in the back dusty shelves of libraries. Book depositories. And quotes. <laughs> oh, gosh. At 16, he wrote to the Socialist Party in America for information on their Young People's Socialist League, saying he had been studying socialist principles for well over 15 months. I love how, how the fuck was that the key? Like that, okay, continue, please. I just ridiculous. So Edward Vobel, whom the Warren Commission had established was Oswald's closest friend in his teenage years, reports that Oswald was already studying communism was a lot of baloney. Mm. Mm. Vogel said that Oswald commonly read paperback trash. Whatever that, yeah, like, like pornos? Like Playboys? So as a teenager in 55, Oswald became a cadet member of the Civil Air Patrol in New Orleans. Mm. Fellow cadets variously recalled him attending meetings three or four times. Oswald enlisted in the, in the Marine Corps on October 24th, 56, just a week after his 17th birthday. Because of his age, his brother Robert Jr. was required to sign as a legal guardian. Oswald also named his mom and his half-brother John as beneficiaries. Oswald, so, so beneficiaries to what? He's 17 years I, old and he, he fucking owns has, nothing. Yeah, no, no <laughs> money. Yeah. Oswald idolized his, brother, his older brother Robert Jr. and wore his Marine Corps ring. Um, and his half-brother testified to the Warren Commission that Oswald's enlistment was motivated by wanting to get from out and under the yoke of oppression from my mother. <laughs> so his brother testified to the Warren Commission saying that's why he joined the Marines. He's like, to get out of the oppression from his mother. That's right. Like, she keeps making teenager. the same yeah. shitty food. Shit. I got to get yeah. out of here. <laughs> yeah. She won't so, let me go to the movies. Yeah. Oh, so. yeah. She's my girlfriend. Let me bring her home. <laughs> Mom. <laughs> so Oswald's enlistment papers said that he was five foot eight. And he weighed 135 pounds. So this guy's like a fucking, this old, this old limp, a limp, a wet twig, rag. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hazel eyes, brown hairs, blah, blah, blah. His primary training was in radar operation. Sounds, mm. sounds good for a five foot eight, 130 yeah. pounds. Yeah. Now, this is very important. So he, his primary training was in radar operation and it required 
security clearance. Mm. What security clearance is the big question? That's true. That's classified. Yeah, only only the yeah. Warren Commission knows. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, in '57, a document stated that he was granted final clearance to handle classified matter up to and including confidential after careful check of local records had disclosed no derogatory data. Yeah, because you probably like you could probably know know where like planes are, where bases are, and mm-hmm. shit. At Kessler Base in Mississippi, Oswald finished seventh in his class of thirty in aircraft control and warning operation courses. Not bad. Okay. So Obviously, that, we did not require any physical <laughs> or, or <no>. high school <laughs> diploma. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's 135 yeah. pounds. I mean, it's, it's like, like, it's like, like your my, son. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. Like it's my little... right arm. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> but it included instruction in aircraft surveillance and the use of radar. He was given the military occupational specialty of aviation's electronics operator. Mm-hmm. On July 9th, he reported to the Marine Corps at El Toro in California. Oswald departed then for Japan the following month where he was assigned to Marine Air Control Squadron 1 at Atsugi near Tokyo. Cool. What a dope place. I would love to go there. Oh, yeah. So, like all Marines, Oswald was trained and tested in shooting. Yeah, but not all Marines are good fucking shooters, bro. Okay, not so all snipers. They're not in all shark, 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 They're all Chris Kyle. Hear like, me out. Fucking, yeah. <laughs> like, American sniper. Like, fucking Jesus. Like, the guy was fucking 130 pounds. I'm surprised he could even hold a rifle. So in December of 56, he scored a 212. Which means nothing I, to me. I which do? was slightly above. No, this like I guess it's a it's a shooting okay. score. Yeah, it's a shooting score, which was slightly above the requirements <laughs> that were designated for you to be determined as a sharpshooter. Seriously, this is in the fifties, bro. They didn't know shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Oswald was, per the Marines, a sharpshooter. A sharpshooter. Okay, but that's like saying like I. I scored on my driving test slightly above that to be a Formula One driver. But I like, know, but <laughs> if we were to look at it from this perspective, what would I score right now? A zero. Yes. What would you score right now? Like a 15. A fifth, yeah. <laughs> what would you score maybe right maybe now? Maybe 100. Okay, good. So Oswald, was sh- <laughs> Oswald scored a 212, and he's now designated by the Marines as a sharpshooter. Mm-hmm. Shooting, right. shooting non-moving targets. Yeah. So three years sure. later... Just as a, another thing, three years later, he scored a 191. Mm-hmm. Yep. So mm-hmm. a 191, he was reduced from the certification of sharpshooter to marksman. Yeah, because everybody gets lucky sometimes. I mean, that's still pretty good. Yeah, that's pretty, pretty considering, good. Considering, right? Yeah, pretty good. I would like to know what that technique, what that means in the Marines' eyes. Like, what yeah. does that mean you can do? True. Like, being a marksman and being a sharpshooter, what does that mean that you you're capable of in their eyes? Well, if you're a sharpshooter, I mean, you at least got some very good aim. I yeah. Mean, maybe you're not a sniper, but like you know. Yeah, I'm, I'm you're sure. above average for yeah, sure. Yeah, for sure. And at least according oh, to yeah. the Marines, like okay, yeah. well, well, we got to take it. You know, take the truth. From well, because obviously, what they in, have in order record. to be a sniper, you're actually doing like physics calculations, right? Yeah. Like you're okay. fucking calculating like wind, but air resistance, like all that shit. But we're gonna do a little to the left, and like we're gonna do a little exactly. pause here. We're gonna do a little pause here because uh, Jorge went to Dallas. Yeah, like like what, a week, week ago, a week or two, two ago. weeks ago. Yeah, and he did 
go to the depository. Yeah. Um, I had to find out what the fucking book depository yes. is. He went. He still, went. He did still the don't tour. Know. Still don't know. He, still there's don't know. a picture of him on the X. He ran yeah, out into yeah. the street and took a little candid shot. I went there. I um, still have not been there. So Sean's the only one who has no real life experience here. <laughs> <laughs> so all my opinions but literally. My question is. My question here is. So you were standing there. Yeah, they have. And you have the window. Yeah, exactly. Right? They have the window like you know blocked off, so yeah. you can't get obviously right to the window, but you can definitely see it. Maybe I don't know, ten feet away, yeah. something like that. Yeah, and, and they got they still have the boxes like uh, set up, set just up. How, supposedly how it was you yeah. know back then. And did you go to the other floor where you were able to see the view of the shot? Well, you could see it from that floor. Yeah, it's just that you're like maybe two windows to the right to of the it because right. okay. he was uh, he was in the corner window, um, but. So you can still see kind of like the view that he had. And I mean, looking down, that tree is still there. That one tree. The same, the oak or the elm or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's definitely in the way, man. Like Really? It's It's like fucking right there. Was it it pruned? (laughs) (laughs) It was a baby tree. For a tree opinion. Are you you expecting me to be a landscaping artist? Because I'm Mexican. So what would you say? Was it pruned? Here we go. <laughs> no, but like, like, do you think the shot was hard? It was definitely hard. Really? Definitely hard. Mm. Especially, I had a different experience. One, yeah, one shot, you had preconceived one shot, notions when you went. One shot, I, I can see. Yeah. Um, and I didn't have the exact view because, like I said, I was off to the right. Yeah. But multiple shots from there, and then, mm. and then, like you know, we get into it of like yeah. under six seconds or whatever. Yeah. Okay, so we're we're remove the tree. That. Let's you, say the tree using was the not world there. Uh, the tree was not there. Let's say the tree was not there. Was the and distance remo- and remove the time factor? Yeah. Yes. Perfect angle. And Dist- it's not that this far. distance was not far. It's not, not far. Hard. No. It's not really. And especially you got that vantage point from you know yeah, from the sixth right floor. Above. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So okay. we'll get into this later. I have a lot to say, <laughs> yeah. but I'm going no, no, to hold, hold my no, tongue. They, I was curious. They also yeah. have the rifle there, man. Yeah, and, the and, Carcano. Carcano? Yeah, Carcano. Yeah, yeah, I forgot the name, yeah. but that one. And it's definitely not like an easy, it's a bolt action. Like I think we went yeah. over this in the beginning and it doesn't look like something you can easily shoot multiple shots in six seconds like they say. Yeah. Especially while keeping like maintaining like hyper accuracy. Yeah. Exactly. Well, I mean, he is a... Marksman. Well, yeah. A, down, or, a downgraded yeah. sharpshooter. Uh, sharpshooter, <laughs> previous marksman. A, 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 yeah. for, a former sharpshooter. <laughs> all right, all right. Good stuff. I was just trying to, I was what, trying to understand, like, what you thought, like, when you were there in person. You yeah. know what I mean? Was it easy? I yeah. don't know, like, because when I, before I went there, I was, oh, it was super far. Only a sniper could right, do it. Right. And then it's I not. got there and I was like, it, it's not that far. Yeah. It's not, not that far of a shot. Yeah, and, uh, I just gotta like just for my personal opinion because I've shot many rifles mm. and I've shot good rifles and I shot bad rifles. Mm. There's so much that goes into it. Yeah, like even to shooting at 50 yards, which is not terribly far. Like if your sights are off, like you're fucking way off. Like yeah. your shit's not dialed in. Well, it's right in the crosshairs, but I'm hitting like the fucking yeah. sand. No, that's yeah. true. So there's a lot. Yeah. Th- and then you add the moving element to it. Yeah, the moving element, which is harder. infinitely more hard. Yeah. Jesus. And then you got the obstruction of the tree. So, yeah. yeah. So just saying. But a lot to, of factors. To, here. to answer your question, like, does it look? It definitely looks like it doable. Let's say not, it could, not easy, it can not be easy, done. but like doable. Doable. Yeah. It's yeah. not like you know how we kind of thought where it was like. 
you know, super, super far, far away. Yeah, 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 you need yeah, to like yeah, thread yeah. the you needle. Like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you need one of those rifles in like yeah. Mark Wahlberg shooter movies. Yeah, like, exactly. No, you don't need it's that. like yeah. 50 cal, like fucking mm-hmm. bullets are heated up and shit. Right. <laughs> right on. Okay. Well, so after 1959, uh, this is a funny story. Is Oswald was court-martialed because he accidentally shot himself in the elbow <laughs> with a 22. <laughs> <laughs> fucking sharpshooter. <laughs> Literally, like, I don't know how you accidentally shoot yourself with a twenty-two. Damn it! It reminds what, uh, me of like what's that guy in uh, the Eminem movie? Like shoots himself in the in the thigh or whatever. Oh yeah, shoots himself in the yeah. In the, like, <laughs> what movie? It's in the Eight Mile. Eight, eight Mile. mile. Really? Shoots oh, himself in the, he's that. like putting the gun and shoots himself in the leg. So like. Cheddar Describe Bob. a twenty two. Describe a twenty two. It's, it's a handgun. Well, uh, it could be handgun usually. or rifle, but yeah. the, bu- the but bullet's very small. This very is a handgun, yeah. so it's a, yeah. So it's a twenty two. It's very low recoil, yeah. and the thing is Almost like like a BB gun. Yeah, really? like a BB gun. I mean, that, so it's like the smallest. Yeah, it's, it's the smallest it's kind of. It's a. Like, it's, dude, it's the smallest. It's the smallest caliber. No recoil. It's just kind of really like you train your kids to shoot with the fucking twenty two. I got it. Okay. But my thing is, why was he? He got court-martialed for shooting himself on accident. Yeah, yeah, he. Yeah, that's, that's weird. Yeah, actually, but there's not a lot of information about that afterwards. But then he was court-martialed again. How can you be court-martialed Damn. twice? So yeah, he was court-martialed again for fighting with a sergeant who he thought was responsible for the punishment of the shooting. So he got court-martialed for shooting himself in the elbow, and then the sergeant who punished him in the court-martial, he got into a fight with him. So then he got court-martialed again for the fight with the sergeant. So it's like not sense, only yeah. dishonorably be discharged, but like super dishonorable. Yeah. So he was <laughs> then he was demoted. He was demoted to uh, from private first class to private, uh, and then he was imprisoned for a little bit, <laughs> I was like, a tiny the, bit. What's yeah. under private? It was like yeah. loser. Okay, so then uh, he was punished for another incident. <laughs> So he was on a nighttime duty in the Philippines, and he little, inex- lady, little lady boys. All yeah. it says is he inexplicably fired his rifle into the jungle. So after like a few drinks, he's like, yeah. ah! honestly, that sounds exactly like yeah. that sounds exactly right. Yeah, hundred percent. He's like, bitch, I can hit yeah. that tree over there. Which one? Yeah. You'll find out. He had like six or seven Philippine or hold my beer. Like, watch this. That sounds racist. No, like he found he had like six or seven like Filipino beers and then just started firing some like ting towels yeah. and he was like, yeah. <laughs> so there you go. Um, so this guy's a fucking this guy's a fucking yeah, loose so all sorts of things. So he was nicknamed the Aussie Rabbit because he l- was super tiny and he looked like a cartoon <laughs> character, and he loved Russia or, or Soviet. So he was also called Oz- Osvaldkovich. Mm. You know that was another nickname. In '58, he was transferred back to El Toro in California. But there, the, you know, an officer is on record saying that he was very competent and brighter than most. Hmm. So he did, with better, his, he did with better there. Sterling 103. Like, yeah. <laughs> so in 59, when he was in the Marines, he taught himself basic Russian. That's, that's hard Damn. to do. Russian is yeah. difficult as yeah. fuck. Yeah. So in 59, in February, he was invited to take a Marine proficiency exam in written and spoken Russian. His level at the time after the test was poor, but poor is better than than zero. Was <laughs> like not efficient or like not. I'm sure. Able. Yeah, to some degree. Uh, though he fared rather reasonably for a marine private at the time in the reading and the writing. 
So in September of 59, he received a hardship discharge from active service, claiming that his mother needed care. The mother that he hated, clearly. That he had to get away from. So at that point, he was placed on the United States Marine Corps Reserve. Mm. So he was now in the reserves. Yeah. So in October of 59, he traveled to the Soviet Union. Mm -hmm. Here's where things get sticky with his poor aptitude for Russian. So Oswald traveled to the Soviet Union just before before he turned 20 in the later part of 1959. He saved 1,500 bucks from his salary in the Marine Corps. And he spent two days with his mom in Fort Worth. Then they embarked by ship on September 20th from New Orleans to France. On the Titanic. (laughs) How long was that? Probably a long time. Like a month. Oh, yeah. Probably sucked. And then he immediately traveled to the UK. And then he arrived in Southampton on October 9th. Do we know why he went? Does it say there why he went to the Soviet Union? Because he was upset, he loved him. That nobody knows. Okay, that's right. part of the problem. It's like, mm. like you mean he part was of the conspiracy. Part of the, yeah, like Ooh. we don't <laughs> like why. Yeah, you're right. Like why the fuck did he go there? Yeah, like well, well he was clearly yeah. he clearly liked socialism. Socialism, and yeah. you know what's the world hub of that? Yeah, fucking USSR. But socialism is not communism. It's extraordinarily similar, bro. And it's like no. Virtu- it's, Oh, dude, are you kidding me? It's it's very no, you similar have, principles. You have, <coughs> and correct me if I'm wrong. I'm you have democracy, you have socialism, and then you have communism. Communism it's right in the middle. Communism is radical socialism. That's really what it is. Radical. Yeah, it's exactly. radical socialism, but the state owns everything. So instead of instead of in like socialism or communism, in communism. So yeah. communism. Com- yeah. Socialism is like okay, everyone is is e- is equal and even. Yeah. And everyone gets everything the same. Yeah. So radical socialism, which is communism, is where the state owns everything and you are just a subset of the state. And the state will allocate everything mm. to you. The same principle of like you're all quote unquote equal, but the state's like God. Mm-hmm. And so like if you're if you run, if you're so in you like you don't the, really have rights too. Oh, right? dude, it's they like have they, fucking you they disa- say, they'll disappear. Look look at yeah, China, bro. Exactly. China China's fucking a classic example. The state will literally absorb your company. And yeah. then, oh, you got patents? Sorry, it's our company Cuba. now. Cuba is another one. Like, what do you want to do? And if you or, if you talk mm. shit like Jack Ma did, you fucking disappear for a month. He's like the, you know, he's like the, one of the top 20 richest people in the world. He like vanished for a That's month. True. And he came back yeah. he's like, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to say anything. Yeah. <laughs> Jack, <laughs> yeah. Jack Ma is the Alibaba. Yeah, he's the right. CEO of Alibaba. Yeah, it's worth Alibaba. like fucking $50 billion. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Probably more. Dude, he's worth so much money. Okay, so he arrived in Southampton October 9th, right, of 59. Mm-hmm. And he told officials at that time that he had $700 and he planned to stay for one week before proceeding to a school that was in Switzerland. On that same day, he flew to Helsinki where he checked in at the Hotel Torney in room 309. We all know this. <laughs> 309. This is common knowledge. And then he moved to Hotel Klaas Kirky. <laughs> And he was actually issued a Soviet visa on October 14th. All right. Okay. So Oswald left Helsinki by train the next day. He crossed the border at a town that I can't pronounce. Venicula. He (laughs) (laughs) he crossed the Soviet border at Venicula. 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 And arrived in Moscow on October 16th. His visa valid only for a week was due to expire on the 21st. I just got to say something really quick. 
what a fucking piece of shit that he gets discharged because his mother's not doing well. He only stole it for two days. He's like, all right, I'm going on a vacay. <laughs> like, I'm so. out of here. Yeah. yeah. Like, so almost immediately after arriving, Oswald informed his tourist guide, which, Quote unquote. which is an interesting thing that I had to study on the side, <laughs> yeah, like, which is what is a tourist guide? I have no like, idea. Like they don't have that now. No. That's what, your phone, that's what your phone is for. <laughs> what do you mean? Like so the, back the, then the, they would have, you would hire somebody. That's not uncommon. Really? I have, I, for the fuck. guide? Like you can, everybody like. I don't know. It just seems common to me. Like you would hire somebody like you to hire take you around the city. Jorge, go show me all the. When uh, name one time you have had no, a tourist guy. Never, never. That's but I, fucking I'm, common I'm, as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and you're you're hella rich, especially. But especially back then, you don't have iPhone. You don't have Google yeah, Maps. Yeah, it's true. This is this is the fifties. Yeah, you don't even have maps. That's yeah. You don't, you don't have, have Thomas Guide. <laughs> that dates me. Nice drop. Nice, yeah. nice yeah. drop there. Yeah. This, this podcast so, sponsored by Thomas Guide. <laughs> dude. <laughs> oh my god. We should bring back Thomas Guide. On the come up. Yeah. To the corporate entities that own Thomas Guide, <laughs> exactly. please contact us at info at the conspiracy podcast. We would love to sponsor the Thomas Guide. <laughs> the Thomas Guide. <laughs> we feel like it's coming back. The digital version. Yeah. <laughs> Oswald informed his tourist guide of his de desire to become a Soviet citizen. Meanwhile, he's still in the reserves. <laughs> Fucking yes. cock. Oh, so yeah. when <laughs> asked why by Soviet officials he encountered, all of whom by Oswald's account found his wish incomprehensible, he said that he was a communist and gave what he described in his diary as vague answers about the, the great Soviet Union. On October 21st, the day his visa was due to expire, he was told that his citizenship application had been refused. He had to leave Soviet Union that evening. He was distraught, so Oswald inflicted a minor but bloody wound to his left wrist in his bathtub. And this was right before the, the in-tourist guide was due to, to escort him out of the country. I love how, I'm sorry, I love how he's like, literally like in his diary, he's like, I gave them vague answers, idiots. <laughs> like, like, why would you, what, like, what's the point of writing that down? So basically, he was refused citizenship. Then bef the, the day he was to be escorted out of the country, he tried to slit his wrist with like a Bic razor. <laughs> it's like in a, a little bathtub. cut. And he's like, shit. Yeah, in it a bathtub. It just hurts. Like... <laughs> Uh, and he, in his diary, he says he wished to kill himself in a way that would shock. <laughs> okay. He shocked himself by how fucking, how feeble he was in trying to kill so himself. So because he did that, because he did that, his departure was delayed. And the Soviets then placed him under psychiatric observation mm, until the 28th of October. So it's another week. He's like, yeah, I got to extend my passport now, bitches. Win. <laughs> got him. Big <laughs> <Yeah>. answers. <laughs> According to Oswald, he met four Soviet officials in Minsk who asked if he wanted to return to the U.S. Oswald replied by insisting that he wanted to live in the Soviet Union as a Soviet national. When pressed for ID papers, he provided his Marine Corps discharge papers. Interesting. I know. And they're like, okay. Yeah. No. <laughs> I know. So I told you we were going deep into like, this is the, the play thing. by play of Oswald's well, and his like, you know. And I mean, also most people don't know this shit. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. 
So on, on Halloween night, October 31st, Oswald appeared at the U.S. Embassy in Moscow and declared his desire to renounce U.S. citizenship. And he was dressed as a, a Kalashnikov. He was dressed as an AK-47 probably. <laughs> so he said, and I quote, he said, I have made up my mind. I'm through. He told the U.S. interviewing officer that he had been a radar operator in the Marine Corps and that he had voluntarily stated to unnamed Soviet officials that as a Soviet citizen, which he never got, mm -hmm. he would make known to them such information concerning the Marine Corps and his specialties that he possessed. And how do we know this again? Because of the diary or? This is this is based on the... Uh, Oh, this is from the embassy, the U.S. This is from this the embassy. Is the okay. US it's on record. This U.S. embassy. Yeah, it's on record. Interviewing. I think it's a Richard Snyder, U.S. embassy interviewing yeah. person. Yeah. And he said he had been a radar operator in the Marine Corps, and then he voluntarily stated to, to Soviet officials that as a Soviet citizen, he would make known to them such information concerning the Marine Corps and his specialty that he possessed. Gotcha. He said he intimidated that he would he might know something special of interest. Like he kept saying, I'm, I know the shit. I know all I the things. The this yeah. guy didn't know fucking and dick. And he was like, trying he was to- all using he it. He was like, trying to get citizenship. Yeah, of course. Well, so well, he of was course, saying, I got the I juice. Got the, I got the juice. Traitor. I got the tea. Yeah. I got the tea. I got the, I got the tea, hell baby. Of tea. The tea's yeah. hot. That's right. <laughs> so such statements led to Oswald's hardship and honorable military discharge from- being changed to undesirable. It's like he was determined as undesirable. Well, yeah. I there. mean, obviously. Because he's, now he's like a traitor. Well, yeah. I'm surprised the guy at the embassy didn't just like fucking yeah. shoot him in the head right there. Then Oswald received a government subsidized apartment in a really nice apartment building. See, it's really easy when the state owns everything. That's right. <laughs> like, no, actually. Like, they literally you know, like, here, yeah. it's ours. Now, here's <laughs> the argument, right? So some people, conspiracy theorists say, okay, so now he was given an apartment by the Russian government. And they don't give the, they don't fucking care about anybody. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, so they're taking care so, of him. Yeah. So there's the, the, there is that, like, don't get me why wrong. was he, why was that happening? But at I the agree. same time. I agree. Yeah. But at the same time. All it all it is is a government subsidized apartment for factory workers. And like in like in hindsight, so, like so did other factory workers get the same apartment? Correct. Okay. I'm gonna yes. say like, but maybe the apartment sucked. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a shit apartment. Like you know, it was like we don't really know. Apartment. <laughs> exactly. It's like yeah. fucking. There's like rats. We don't really and shit. know. Also, because if like we're in a democratic system, mm. so we don't know, or at least I don't know, like. Like maybe they do that a lot. Maybe they do. Where I, they go, I okay, fucking... this factory needs to be supported. We're the government, and you mean we are over there. We talk over there. Yeah. Like like maybe they do because like here's the apartment building. It's for communism. factory A. It's yeah. communism, yeah. right? Yeah. So yeah. maybe they have to inject assistance into. Well, in order to make you slaves, right, they're going to keep you alive. And yeah. You're yeah. In a factory, you're, you don't make that much money. So then they're like, okay, let's keep them happy with an apartment. Mm -hmm. you know, we'll mm -hmm. give you fucking one ruble an hour yeah. <laughs> and we'll give you an apartment though. <laughs> so this apartment was fully furnished. Uh, in, in, in addition to that, they supplemented his factory pay. So at the time it was said that he had a comfortable standard of living. In in Russia, in which Russia. is which is like yeah. you're fucking dead here. <laughs> like, that, that's Though it. they were under 
a lot of surveillance and like like oh I bet you know you check in clock in clock out like that whole thing yeah yeah okay so from mid sixty to sixty one Oswald was in a relationship with somebody named Ella they ate together in the factory cafeteria every day they dated a couple times a week. Um, she later described Oswald as a pleasant looking guy with a good sense of humor, not as rough and rude as men here were back then. <laughs> like, yeah. Now she says she did not love him, but thought he was lonely and continued to date him out of pity. So like, Damn, dude, savage. Super savage. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. She was like, I was bound on his supervisor, but I would hate, know, I felt bad for I him. would hate that any of my past girlfriends... <laughs> Dated me out of pity. Like, <laughs> I just felt bad. He's so sorry and yeah, pathetic. <laughs> yeah. So uh, their relationship became more serious in Oswald's eyes during the summer and fall of 60. But it began, began to deteriorate after she left uh, or she learned in October that Oswald was seeing other women. So he was on the sly side. Oh, uh, okay. He, he, was playing, he was using the pity yeah, card. Yeah, he was, he was on the sly side. So on January 2nd, 61, Oswald proposed to her. Oh. She declined. Yeah. Niet. Okay. <laughs> so in January 61, which is right after that, this woman declined his proposal. In his diary, Oswald wrote, I am starting to reconsider my desire about staying. The work is drab. The money I get has nowhere to be spent. There's no nightclubs, bowling alleys, no places of recreation except the trade union dances. I have had enough. He's like, There's no strip clubs like there is in America. I'm going back. <laughs> I've been looking for a titty for two years. <laughs> Can't find one. So that's word for word in his diary, right? He says he's he's like he's this like sucks. done with Russia and done. He's with like the, the propaganda was so yeah. good, got me hooked, and then, <laughs> then I get here and it's trash. So shortly afterwards, Oswald who. Never, never formally renounced his U.S. citizenship, wrote to the embassy of the U.S. in Moscow requesting the return of his American passport and Is proposing it? to return to the U.S. if any charges would be dropped against him. And he's like, hey, okay. like, you know, take backs. <laughs> I didn't mean it. So now we're going to fast forward a little bit. So here we are in March of 1961. Okay. Oswald meets a woman named Marina. Are we back in the U.S.? No, not yet. Okay. So Marina is who he would end up marrying. Marina is right. the woman, the, yep, the yeah. Oswald's and, and, and kids with her too, right? Yeah, yeah. that's right. Yeah. So he met her in March of 91. She was 19 years old. She was a pharmacology student. Uh, they married within six weeks. Damn. Yeah. That's fast. Yeah. The Oswald's first child, June, was born on February 15th. So he met her uh, of 62. So he met her in March, and then they had a, they were married within six weeks. They had a baby uh, March the following year. So maybe she, no, so she okay. was knock, knocked up. When That's what I was married. thinking. I was like, <laughs> when did they have the baby? Like so, a year later? Uh, February of so February so, 62. So, no, that makes sense. Yeah, 10 months. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Boom. She was fucking prego. On May 24th, 1962, Oswald and Marina applied at the U.S. Embassy in Moscow for documents that enabled her to immigrate to the U.S. On June 1st, the U.S. Embassy gave Oswald a loan of sorts for $435. Dude, okay. For this what? is crazy. This guy's life is like – it's like a naked gun movie. 
It just—he's been like. That's why we been, wanted been, to go into like all yeah. the the history. So he's been really court-martialed twice. Went to quick, prison. I, like what the gotta, okay. So on June first, the U.S. Embassy gave Oswald a repatriation loan of four hundred and thirty-five dollars. So a repatriation loan is to essentially get you back into the states. Into the states. There you go. So Oswald, Marina, and their infant daughter left for the United States where they received less attention from the press than Oswald expected. So Oswald expected it to be like a <laughs> like coming a, home party. Yeah, like, coming home. Like a yeah. fucking parade. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> what an idiot. And I got my yeah. full hundo. It seems like a theme though with Oswald, right? Like where he thinks yeah. something should be like he should be given more – well, he also has like he has like delusions like, of grandeur. Yeah. Like yeah, he yeah, thought yeah. the Soviet Union was gonna be like this glorious fucking mecca, and it's like a shit show. Yeah, that's like, right. So, so the Oswald settled in Dallas, Fort Worth, where Lee's mother and brother lived. Lee began a manuscript on Soviet life, so he was starting to write about what it was like to live in the Soviet. This guy's Union. desperate for validation, yeah. of which he gave up on that project. So that never came to light. I worked in a factory and like, you know, I had like a chick. She was like pity boning me. Oswald found an unlikely friend in 51-year-old Russian George de Monraskuld. Uh, he's a well-educated petroleum geologist with like business connections internationally. He was a native of Russia. He later told the Warren Commission that Oswald had a remarkable fluency in Russian. Oh, I thought it was poor. Which, yeah. Oh, but he was, there for, he was, he was there for a couple of years, so maybe yeah, it got exactly. better. Maybe it got better, yeah. but it does yeah. contradict everything yeah. that, that we went over. It was before. remarkable. Yeah. <laughs> so in July of 1962, so this, we're in now 62, right? Okay. July 62, Oswald was hired by the Leslie Wilding Company in Dallas. But he quit within three months. This guy cannot complete things. Like, my God. Yep. He went to school 78 times. I mean, <laughs> fucking so many finished. jobs that he quit or got fired, et cetera. You know, it's just a never-ending thing. So on October 12th, he started working for the graphic arts firm Jaguars Chiles Stoval as a photo print trainee. A fellow employee there testified that Oswald's rudeness at his new job was such that fights threatened to break out and that he once saw Oswald reading a Russian-language publication. He was fired in April of 63. So he was there for... A couple of months. 10 months. October to April. Yeah. So eight months, something like that. So, okay, good. So now we're in April of 1963. This mm -hmm. is the year that Kennedy was killed. Yes. Right? Okay, good. So now we come to... The Edwin Walker assassination attempt. This oh is my Colonel, God! Right. Uh, yeah. Yes, this is where not not many people know this story, where that Oswald tried to assassinate somebody and failed. Years, months before. Political yes, months figure, before. Right? So, Oswald in the in a newspaper, he bought a Carcano rifle. He spent nineteen dollars and ninety five cents. <laughs> so it's like on the on the, on the, on the cheap cheap, <laughs> yeah, for a second hand rifle, which in, is out of a newspaper, which is probably automatically just ten times shittier than 
It would be standard. So in March of 1963, Oswald used the alias. Remember the alias A. Heidel? Oh, that's right. Yeah. Right? And he made an, a mail order purchase of a secondhand six and a half millimeter caliber Carcano rifle for 1995. In addition to that, he purchased a 38 Smith & Wesson revolver. Much more reliable than the Carcano. Yeah. And that's the one that was used to... Kill Tippett. Yeah, kill the cop. Mm, that's right. Yep. Okay. So he ordered those two items. So he ordered the, um, the Carcano rifle, and then he ordered the Smith & Wesson. Uh, From his fucking Macy's catalog. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, basically. Jesus. All under the name A. Heidel. Yeah. Because he was trying to be sneaky. He was trying to be... Um, you sure that like, you the know, lady didn't call him like, what's the fucking A stand for? Yeah, <laughs> like, I know. Hey, sir? And so, then if you remember, that was also the name on his ID, right? That's when, right. When they found that's him. That's right. In the, that's right. But was it like A.Idel? <laughs> or was it like Albert? Or like what the fuck did it say? I think it was Alex. Oh, uh, okay. Alex Idel. Yeah. Alexander. I think so. I could be wrong on that one. Um. But so for weeks, Oswald carefully plotted out how he was going to kill Walker. Oswald staked out the narrow alleyway behind Walker's house and found a perfect vantage point behind a five-foot picket fence. Yeah, because he's obviously sh short AF. Yeah. Don't ever see no. me. <laughs> five feet was his, his maximum. <laughs> he planned how, after the deed was done, he would ditch the rifle at some nearby railroad tracks, double back through a park, and take the bus home. So on April 10th of 1963, which is April to November, so what, six months? Yeah. Ish. Six months before uh, Kennedy was killed, Lee Harvey crouched behind a fence in the neighborhood, aimed his rifle at the window of a uh, – he's an – they call him an ultra-conservative named Edwin Walker, and he was a former U.S. Um, Army general. Now, okay. should we point out – and we're probably going to get into it later, but there was – a picket fence about that height at the, the grassy knoll at the grassy knoll yeah that's true, mm, that's true. nice mm. nice call jorge i don't know what that means right we but but it's I confusing i think it means you should know about that right now i think it clones were involved <laughs> <laughs> hitler was there <laughs> hitler killed you hitler was there yeah for sure <laughs> So on April 10th, 1963, Lee Harvey crouched behind the fence in the neighborhood, aimed his rifle at the window, and around 9 o'clock, Oswald was positioned behind the fence outside of Walker's house. He was super excited because he couldn't believe his good fortune. Walker was seated as, at his desk doing his taxes. He was literally doing his taxes. His head was perfectly framed by the upstairs window, just 120 feet from Oswald's rifle. Which is not a far shot. It's not a far shot. 120 feet, that's 40 yards. It's that's like right. easy peasy. So I this could do story, that. This story might actually be like against Oswald's ability to shoot that's what Kennedy. I'm, that's what I'm right. saying. Like you know at I mean? a stationary yeah. target, yeah. not fucking far. At night. He's sitting there doing this, his taxes. I know. And then back then it was clickety clack 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 clickety clack. He's got his clack, clack, green you know, visor yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Why do they have those visors? By no, the way, I say it's, actually I looked this up because I yeah, had the I same question. It's yeah. the somehow the green would would help to alleviate the eyes. A calculator from, from looking. No, just from looking at the the, the fine print. 
for oh, so long. Right. The kind green like would nowadays help. Nowadays, we got the blue block. Yeah, it, it would help. Blue, blue, it would like somehow blue, like, glasses. counteract yeah. that effect. Wow. Yeah, because I was like, why? It makes no fucking sense. Was it, is it bullshit? Like, like I, did I don't it know. actually I never work? tried. Yeah. I, I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can only speculate. That's interesting. I, I have TurboTax in my Texas, bro. I do wonder. I, I'm going to get one just <laughs> for my eyes. I guess. Like Goodwill? Yeah. eBay that shit. It's a walker was seated at his desk doing his income taxes. His head was perfectly framed by the upstairs, 120 feet from the rifle. Oswald pulled the trigger and a sharp crack exploded behind Walker's head. At first, Walker thought somebody, some neighborhood rascal had thrown a firecracker. Some window. neighborhood rascal. That's what it says. I love it. Some rascal. <laughs> like Dennis the Menace. <laughs> but... So keep in mind that Walker, he's like a soldier. Like he, he shouldn't, he should know when there's, and like should, I wouldn't know. He was a know. fucking general. Yeah, like <laughs> if I heard a pop, 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 I wouldn't actually know it was gunfire probably. I think I'd it, be like, it, oh, it's the fireworks down at the, I at think the it's, spot. I think it's more common than Eric yeah. be like, those damn rascals. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but he's like a soldier. So, so at a certain point he realized he's like, okay. Well, something's happening. Was, wait, okay. So he grabbed his pistol. Was the window open? Did the glass didn't break? Or was the window open? No, the glass broke. That's what he heard, right? No, so I think like the, a, the like crack, a crack. No, it was behind his head. Yeah, it was so behind probably his the head. the bullet fucking hit yeah, the wall. Yeah, it was wall. behind his head. Okay. Oh. Yeah. Then he realized what was happening. He grabbed his pistol. He ran outside. At which point he noticed blood started pooling on his shirt sleeve from his glass. So he he got a bit of a ricochet, uh, like like some like particles of the yeah. There was shrapnel from the broken window. Oh, so the window did break. Yeah, so and, it was shot it through the window. Oh, so maybe his maybe oh okay maybe his his head was his face was turning the other way and he heard the crack of the glass behind him. So I think you were right, oh, right? Yeah, yeah. Because I was thinking he's like looking out the window, and so, it's just like his no, head's there, no. like a fucking watermelon to shoot. <laughs> <laughs> so Oswald fired, but the bullet caromed off the windowsill. So carom is like a ricochet. So it's it's off the windowsill, missed Walker's head by an inch. The Dallas Police Department investigation came up cold, and Oswald was already flagged by the FBI, evaded additional scrutiny. Why was the, he flagged what, by the FBI? Say. Just because he was a, uh, a repatriate, yeah, he was a traitor coming back. Yeah, no, but you see, the thing is, thing. I don't understand. Is like if they knew that he did that, he didn't get arrested for attempted murder. Well, they didn't have enough evidence to, but they or they but, didn't investigate it further. But how do we know that he was mm. the one who, like, you see what I'm saying? Like, yeah, fucking sharpshooter, my ass, <laughs> <laughs> fucking bullshit. <laughs> But they did determine that the bullet that they did find uh, was, ended was up from... being from a Manlicker Kirkana. Okay, which no one would buy. Because <laughs> it's the shittiest later on, in the world. It was determined later on that that was the same weapon. Yeah, that used. makes sense. That, but it was, that's the photo you took right. of that weapon but is that the weapon Manlicker is, Kirkana. Wasn't it, wasn't it pretty common for like uh, hunting? For I mean, what, I, that what we talked about at the beginning? Yeah, hunt, I don't hunt, know. Rascals. I mean, so i mean it's all debatable yeah you know what i mean i'm just like, saying like exactly. this is a this is a yeah. really big deal because i'm telling you guys i could have hit i could have hit general fucking what's his tits with a fucking what slingshot it? 100 what was it 120 feet 20 feet that's 40 yards bro yeah like 
That's I mean, you, you could have missed. That's not missed. a difficult shot. By an inch. By an inch. But in in, not in a, a couple of shots. You know how big a head is? It's a, a I head mean, a hit in. I mean, hit. granted, if you're a sharpshooter, you probably would not miss. Dude, if you're a sharpshooter, you well, fucking he's a marksman. smoke. Uh, oh, not, oh, yeah. oh, hey. oh backtracking here. He's <laughs> <laughs> a marksman, sir. Not quite a sharpshooter. <laughs> yeah, just below a sharpshooter. No. Uh, but in a couple, I think it was a podcast or an audiobook that I listened to. They 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 talked about the window that it went through fucked up the trajectory of the bullet. Mm. You know what I mean? Like the shot. Yeah. The shot. Like he had a direct shot no. and then the window went. Yeah, but like. And then like went off an inch. But have a deviation of an inch from, from a glass. You know how. Well, we don't know feet. how far away he was from the from the window too. No, he was, no, no, was hundred. He was hundred twenty no, no, no. feet. Like, uh, what? Oh, was the uh, Walker. Yeah, Walker's yeah. name. Yeah, Walker. No, but still, like, like, if he was glass two feet from the window, oh, but glass he, ten feet. So, from the window. so depending on if if he was say he was thirty feet after the window. That's what I'm saying. The deviation yeah. of. I, the I just don't think that. I just don't think so. It, what happened is he hit the window sill. So that means his no, shot. He, he hit the window. It literally says it car- it crammed off the fucking windowsill. We're That's gonna true. go back it, to this. It did say that. Listen, we're gonna go back to this guest. Just hold on. Uh, it Good. did say that. You're right. Yeah. So. Oswald fired, but the bullet creamed off the windowsill. Yeah. So yeah. ricochet and hit, missed so it, Walker's head by an inch. Yeah. So it hit right. the fucking windowsill. That's see a windowsill could. So he was way off. But no, so but the sill the is fuck? completely different than no, the window. No, because yes. it's because wood. Like so, yeah. wood can definitely deviate a bullet. Glass. Yeah. The glass is gonna give you maybe a millimeter mm. difference because yeah. it's it's not it's not That's really true. hard and the bullet's going so fast it's like it doesn't give a shit about glass. True. That's very true. Wood though. That's very true. Hundred percent. Yeah, that's very true. All right. Well, so the the Dallas police investigated it, and they they categorized the shooting as an assassination attempt, but their investigation turned up no suspects at the time. I see. So Oswald then retrieved his rifle, and he was likely super upset because he missed a shot that was so easy to to do. Literally, you know I mean, I'm telling you, like, I, I mean, this is all speculation, but. I, it's all assumed that he was pissed off that he Dude, messed it up. I could have made that yeah. shot with iron sights with yeah. a fucking nine mil pistol. So, <laughs> like, come on. So later on, the Warren Commission, so later on, like after like a year and a half or whatever later, the Warren Commission concluded that Oswald was the one who attempted to kill U.S. Major General Edwin Walker. Super convenient. Mm-hmm. Sorry. And that he fired the exact same rifle, the Carcano. Um, 100 feet away or 120 feet away as he sat on his desk. The uh, This is from the Warren Commission. The bullet struck the window frame, mm-hmm. as we had there said. There we go. And Walker's only injuries were bullet fragments to his forearm. Oh, so the bullet actually disintegrated. Like, it actually broke up when it hit the wood <laughs> yeah. and just like... Yeah. And the United States House Select Committee on Assassination stated that the evidence strongly suggested that he, Oswald carried it out. So he was never like charged and he was never like, you know, whatever. And this is later on after the fact. Yeah. That's what I'm after saying. So they're like, that guy, this guy tried to assess or kill the president. So let's just, that's what I'm saying. It's, it's, a, it's a well, little, well, it's I mean. a little, it's a, no, it's just saying it's just a little convenient that now they're like, well, the evidence strong. This just, yeah. I just think it's a little convenient. I'm not saying that he didn't do it. Like he, he could have very well done it. Yeah. I'm just saying yeah. it's just very convenient that after the fact, they're like, oh, of course, that's what of course. Yeah. So just a couple other things that like support that he did do it. 
you know, just did he write in his diary? <laughs> no, so like, major general like, bitch. Like General Walker was outspoken about anti-communism, segregation. Uh, you know, uh, you know, just like everyone else in yeah. America. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. He was temporarily held in mental institution on orders from Robert F. Kennedy. Who, who was? Walker. General Walker was really? actually, yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. So there was a lot of turmoil between the Kennedy Association or the Kennedy administration and General Walker. Uh, but then why would Oswald want to kill him? Because he was very anti-communist and very... And, and JFK wasn't? No, but it was just... This is just what happened. Okay, like, is, I'm, yeah, sorry, like, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm like, just I'm what like happened, fucking yeah. picking everything. My bad. <laughs> yeah. So Marina, the wife, mm. she testified that her husband told her that he traveled by bus to General Walker's house and he shot at Walker with his rifle. She <laughs> said that Oswald, Oswald considered Walker to be the leader of a fascist organization. Oh, uh, mm. that's okay. That makes sense why you'd want to kill him then. Yeah. So a note was left by Oswald for Marina on the night of the attempt, telling her what to do if he did not return. And this note was found 10 days after the Kennedy assassination. Mm. Not the Walker assassination. I see. Tracking? And, and how long was it bef between the Walker and the Kennedy assassination? Like, what's the time frame there? April to November. Okay, okay so... So the, so the Walker, and, like she found it months later, just conveniently right. after. So I just checked my side table and just yeah. happened to be a note there. Hey, baby, I'll be right back. Let me let me go take care of this dude right like, now. Like, I gotta go, go get my. Quick. I gotta go work at the book depository. <laughs> that part is weird. It's Isn't a little weird. I found it at six I, months later. Yeah, you found a note. She was like, like I was a, I was dusting off the yeah. plates, my the china. Yeah, and I found this. Note. But so so what's interesting? So let's just imagine that we are. Kennedy has not been killed. Okay. Okay. So we're now, we're in, I don't know. April. May. Okay. Say May, May. Okay. 63. Kennedy's still killing the game. Yeah. This, this, <laughs> you know. He's just hitting, he's just yeah, slaying. Yeah. We choose not to go to the moon. <laughs> because it's hard. <laughs> exactly. Dallas police had no suspects. Really? You're saying in May. Or what? In May. Yeah. yeah. In yeah. like in before Kennedy assassination. Right, right, right. The assassination occurred and then Oswald became the suspect. Because of the note. Because of the note. I'm just telling you the timeline. Yeah. So in May, there was no suspects. Yeah. He was just like Walker was shot at. Yeah. And he's like, fuck, I'm bleeding. But then we have after, no idea. But then after Kennedy got shot, then they're like, then Oswald, then Oswald was a su That's suspect. That's fucking sketchy as shit. It's weird. That's a smells little like a conspiracy to me. So, that uh, really smells like one. So he was a suspect, but well, it's weird because it does talk about like they didn't have any legitimate suspects. But he was but illegitimate. He, he was a, he was a person of interest. That's what, that's what they call it, so like arbitrary. a person of interest. So but the problem was that the bullet was too damaged to run ballistics. But then they ran ballistics. They were like, it came from the Carcana. Yeah. This is fucking that's right. madness. How the fuck did they determine that after 10 months or They're like, now we, we, six in, months later. In six months, our ballistics have, have really advanced. Crazy, isn't it? <laughs> like, I, I don't Especially since the bullet, the bullet exploded and like it's very fragmented. Confusing, it's right? super confusing. Especially, yeah. Although it is sixty years ago, seventy years. Ago. Yeah, but in yeah, six yeah, but in just, six months of technology, know, just yeah, logically you're like, okay, no. six months ago I couldn't determine it, and now now six I months can. Later, yeah, they're like, even though 
the, yeah. the same situation. We like, pieced it, toge- we piece it together. Yeah. <laughs> the switch of samples. The switch of samples. You can't fool me once. Yeah, yeah. Fool me twice. Yeah. <laughs> and then fool me can't get fooled again. Yeah. So there was this guy named George de Moranchlet. Welcome to New Orleans, baby. And he testified that he knew that Oswald actually disliked Walker. In regards to this, Moranchlet. <laughs> Moron Schlitt. Moron Schlitt. And his wife, Jean, recalled an incident that occurred the weekend following the Walker assassination attempt. They testified that on April 14th, just before Easter, they were visiting the Oswalds at their new apartment. And they brought a toy Easter bunny to the give to the child. As Oswald's wife, Marina, was showing Jean around the apartment, they discovered Oswald's rifle standing upright leaning against the wall inside a closet. Gene told George that Oswald had a rifle, and George joked to Oswald, were you the one who took a pot shot at General Walker? When asked about Oswald's reaction to this question, George told the Warren Commission that Oswald smiled, and when Morin Schlitz's wife, Jean, asked about Oswald's reaction, she said, I didn't notice anything. We started laughing our heads off, big joke, Big George's joke. <laughs> okay, I, I, real quick. I'm so Jean testified that was the last time she ever saw or heard. Dude, from everything Oswald's. about this is insane. Like they randomly found her in the closet. Bitch, why are you snooping through my yes. closet? First off, why are you in my yeah. closet? Like they're in the bedroom closet. What do we have here? Did a you, rifle standing up. Was it you that front. shot that shot? No, you shot that shot. <laughs> <You> like, shot. <laughs> I, I always shoot my shot. Yeah. <laughs> Big George. Shoot you a shot. Big George. <laughs> shot it. <laughs> like, <what the> fuck? <laughs> okay, so in April, Oswald returned to New Orleans. Marina's friend, Ruth Payne, drove her by car from Dallas to join Oswald in New Orleans the following month. On May 10th, Oswald was hired by the Riley coffee company as a machinery greaser <laughs> the shit job, but he was fired in july because his work was not satisfactory and because he started loitering in the garage that was next door <laughs> this guy dude this guy this, can't hold a job for the life this guy shit. is like a, like a professional grifter honestly like, have dude. we learned we're not we still have a couple things more to go over but have we learned that he's just a fucking loser that, well the thing sure. is he's in like he's a loser he's inept at literally everything yet he like yet he's literally one of the best snipers on the planet <laughs> like what the fuck okay so on in may 26 so now we're getting closer to we're May 26, 63. Okay. Right? Yeah, we're getting real close. We're getting close. Oswald wrote to New York City headquarters of the pro-Fidel Castro Fair Play for Cuba Committee. Damn, that's the longest name right? ever. What's the acronym for that? <laughs> FPCCC. <laughs> <laughs> it's a thing. Yeah. The fact that you snap answered that yeah. was great. So he proposed, and he says, I quote, a small office at my own expense for the f- purpose of forming a FPCCC branch here in New Orleans. Three days later, the FPCCC responded to Oswald, stating, at least not at the very beginning. So Oswald replied, saying, against your advice, I have decided to take an office from the very beginning. So he wrote to these this committee on the anti-Castro. So pretty whatever. much they want him to establish it, then get an office. But but there he's like, no, I'm going like, to get an office, office then, then establish, establish it. it. Yeah. Good. So at this point, this is where JFK the movie comes in. Oh, yeah. Because remember, yeah. yeah, I remember he had the, the office. office. Yeah. He shared an office with an ex-CIA person. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? 
and they were and like, they were, they were cahoots. If you have not seen that movie, like, it's a good movie. You should definitely see it. You should see it. Pause but... this shit right now and go watch it. Yeah, like, you well, should actually, see fully it. listen to this. And then <laughs> you'll see it. Yep. And then and subscribe. Yeah, and then and subscribe. Start <laughs> paying fuck us. Fuck Oliver Stone. <laughs> Pay us the money. And I will <laughs> yeah. dictate the movie to you, audiobook style. Uh, that's a, that's a, that was a really good movie. It was like, a good movie. It was yeah. good. Yeah, it was good. And it has every famous actor who's ever lived in this yeah, is yeah. in this movie. Right so so okay, so now Oswald has written to this anti Castro committee and he says, I'm gonna open it's my not own anti- office. No, so so what happened is 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 he went against their wishes and he decided to open his own office, mm. the pro Fidel F- Castro F-C-P-C-C. fair play for yeah. Cuba committee. Right, and uh, so he opened his office on May 29th. Oswald ordered the following items from a local printer, and this is what's the crazy part about this: is everybody knows, like every movement of everything. I know. So they literally know from a local printer. He went and ordered 500 application forms, 300 membership cards, because he was anticipating that he was going to sign up all these motherfuckers. He was going to just sign up a bunch of pro Fidel Castro people. Right, and then he's a thousand leaflets that he printed. The thing is, like, I, I can't even find like the my like Five Guys purchase on my yeah. fucking credit card statement. <laughs> I'm like, where is? I swear <laughs> to God, like, but we know this. We know exactly. Yeah. this. the headline was "Hands Off Cuba." That was the leaflet. Mm. Hands mm. off Cuba, strong. Right? And then, according to Marina, Lee told her to sign the name A. Heidel on all of the purchases. Yeah. So oh, back shit. to that. Yeah. Nice. Okay, so on August 9th, now we're in August of 63. 63. So like yeah. two months before. Yeah. Oswald turned up in downtown New Orleans handing out these leaflets. Oswald and two others were then arrested for disturbing the peace because they got into a fight. Yes. Yeah. Prior to leaving the police station, Oswald requested to speak with an FBI agent. Oswald told the agent that he was a member of the New Orleans branch of the FPCCC which he claimed had 35 members and the leader was a Heidel. But in reality, they had no members. Oswald had no members and it was just him. So he was like, fake it till you make it. Oh, dude, this guy is the definition of fake it till you make it. He's trying to fake every job. That's why he keeps getting fucking fired from every job he's ever done because he doesn't know any of what he's doing. Okay, good. So now Oswald stayed in New Orleans two more days or so. He was waiting for his unemployment checks. This guy's such a piece of shit. And it's kind of unknown (laughs) when he left, but around September, around September, he left on a bus to go to Mexico. Mm -hmm. So he arrived in Mexico City on September 27th, 63 where he applied for a transit visa in Mexico City to go to the Cuban consulate. So he wanted to go okay. from, from New Orleans to Mexico City to then go to Cuba. Yeah. Right? Which is yeah. Fidel. Yeah. Yeah. So he arrived in Mexico City. He applied. He claimed he wanted to visit Cuba on his way back to the Soviet Union. But see, this is why I'm, oh, wow. I'm getting confused because he's like, he tried to. He tries to write a memoir because he thinks fucking Soviet Union Russia sucks so bad, yeah. and now he's trying to go to Cuba, thinking it's going to be better. I know. Oh, well, he did finish it, so maybe he changed. He's his like, mind. look, they got mojitos. It's going to be <laughs> yeah. way better yeah, than exactly. this. <laughs> <laughs> so he claimed he wanted to visit Cuba on his way back to the Soviet Union. The Cuban consular 
Officials insisted Oswald would need Soviet approval before he would get that. But CIA documents note that Oswald spoke like horrible Russian. Uh, so like he had what? like he was bad. So Russian. he's got his homie like so it's like he's poor. Then his homie's like it's spectacular, yeah. and then now they're like he literally knows no words in Russian. And so after about five days of shuttling between consulates and including a heated argument with an official at the Cuban consulate. He pleaded to the KGB agents and at least some CIA scrutiny. Oswald was told by a Cuban consular that he was disinclined to approve his visa, saying a person like Oswald, in place of aiding the Cuban revolution, was doing it harm. So later on October 18th, 1963, the Cuban embassy approved the visa. But by this time, Oswald was back in the U.S. and given up his plans on visiting Cuba and the Soviet Union. So 11 days before the assassination of Kennedy, Oswald wrote to the Soviet embassy in D.C. saying, Had I been able to reach the Soviet embassy in Havana as planned, the embassy there would have had time to complete our business. So while the Warren Commission concluded that Oswald had visited Mexico City and the Cuban and Soviet consulates, questions regarding whether someone posing as Oswald had appeared at the embassies were serious enough to be investigated by the House Select Committee on Assassinations. So basically it said there was some evidence that showed that some person who claimed to be Oswald, who was not Oswald, was in Mexico City. Claiming to be him. It was, it was the real A. Heidel. Yeah. And this is, that, <laughs> this is that story that you were talking about, which is the duplicative. The, the double. The, the, yeah. The, 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 yeah. The Oswald doubled. Yeah. Yeah. Saying that, yeah, I'm here to like, you know, defect. We're going to get into like, that in ca- the next episode. Yeah. Casting call. All five, 835 pound males. Please. <laughs> <laughs> so, but according to a CIA document that was released in 2017. Wow. Seven recently. Wow. Trillion years later. It is, it said, it is possible Oswald was trying to get the necessary documents from the embassies in Mexico to make a quick escape to the Soviet Union after the assassination. Yeah. So he was kind of like, like they say that he was trying to plan to, Depart. Get the fuck out of there. Yeah. He's like, exactly. I'm going to need the $400 loan again. <laughs> yeah. 423. Yeah. I'm going to need the four. Like, I'm going to need that for the bus and then the ship. Mm-hmm. That's going to take me back. So on October 20, or uh, I'm sorry, on October 2nd, 1963, Oswald left Mexico City via bus. He arrived in Dallas. Ruth Payne said that her neighbor told her on October 14th about a job that was opening at a place called the Texas School Book Depository. So it was just like sheer like fucking dumb luck that he gets this job? <laughs> well, so Payne's neighbor's brother. Oh, my God. Wesley worked at the depository. Payne's neighbor's brother's cousin's sister's husband. <laughs> So Mrs. Payne informed Oswald, who was interviewed at the depository and was hired there on October 16th. My birthday, by the way. Mrs. Payne informed Oswald, who was interviewed there, and he was hired on October 16th for $1.25 an hour. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I mean, this is a long time ago, so yeah. it makes sense. But like, what, I just want to say, what do they do when they look at his resume? Like, you've had 
quite a few jobs, sir. You've had 17 <laughs> jobs. I know. And you've only you worked. You like, need a resume for a book deposit. I mean, the maximum length for $1. is $1.25. Yeah, for $1.25. They're like, can how you, qualified are they're like, you? Can do? you breathe? Like, yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> that's still cheap. Like, that's it's still it's, it's, it's minimum wage yeah. at that time. It was yeah. minimum wage. So Oswald's supervisor was Roy Truly. Now, yeah, if you remember we, we, from yeah, the episode, I remember. a couple episodes ago, mm-hmm. Truly was the guy running around going, I know that guy. He's not here. Yeah, you know, where is Paul? Where is yeah, yes, exactly. He said that Oswald did a good day's work the first day. At the book department. And, and so far, he was an above average employee. During the week, Oswald stayed in Dallas in a rooming house under the name O.H. Lee. This guy with his fucking aliases. He's like, God. But he spent his weekends with Marina at the Payne home who got him the job in Irving, Texas. Okay. Okay. So he would go to work at the depository during the week. He would go home in Irving with Marina. That's like 40 minutes away. Okay. Is it? Yeah. Oh, Good knowledge. Know. Right well, there, like from right Texas. Well, yeah. yeah. Cowboys fan. Right right. I've, been, I've been all around there. Arlington. And He's Dallas. been to Cowboys games too, Let's go, Romo. Go, go, boys. They suck. Anyways. <laughs> so Oswald did not drive a car. He commuted to and from Dallas on Mondays and Fridays with his coworker, Wesley. Oh, he stayed there? From- so he stayed during the week and then he stayed, you know... He stayed at a rooming house under the name OHLE. Yeah, that's, that's right? like a really rough sketch for minimum wage. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So on October 20th, he had another kid. Fuck. Oh, wow. Four days after he got hired at this job? October 20th is 30 days before the assassination. Yeah. Jesus. Right? Okay, good. So the Dallas branch of the FBI then became interested in Oswald. After its agent learned that the CIA had determined that Oswald had been in contact with the Soviet embassy in Mexico, making Oswald a possible espionage case because he had defected, he had gone, he had gone back, he had gone this, he had gone that, etc. Yeah, this guy's like triple, he's like, it's like not like 007, he's like triple zero. Like yeah. he's just the worst possible <laughs> yeah. agent imaginable. So, so <laughs> actual FBI agents twice visited the pain home. Which yeah. is the pain home is the person, the friends, yeah, that, the friends of that him said and Marina. that got him the job, right? And they visited in early November. Oswald was not there, but they spoke to Mrs. Payne. Oswald visited the Dallas FBI office about two to three weeks before the assassination, asking to speak to an agent. When he was told that the agent was unavailable, Oswald left a note. According to the receptionist, it said, "Quote." Let this be a warning. I will blow up the FBI and Dallas Police Department if you don't Shit. stop bothering my wife. Oh my God. Wow, Lee Harvey. And he signed it Lee Harvey Oswald. This guy is fucking out of control. The note allegedly contained a threat, but accounts vary to whether Oswald threatened to blow up the FBI or merely report this to a higher authority. So that that information is like disputed. Like whether or not he said, I'm going to blow up the FBI. Let me speak yeah. to your supervisor. Yes. That basically, that basically been, means I'm yeah. going to blow you up. He was up. going full Karen <laughs> yeah. and they're like, yeah. oh shit, yeah. it's a threat. <laughs> That's right. So according to the agent, the note said, if you have anything you want to learn about me, come talk to me directly. If you don't, cease bothering my wife. I will take the appropriate action and report this to the proper authorities. So the agent said that. Okay. So that's okay. probably what it said. So it might not have been a bomb threat. 
It was probably just yeah. like a threat, like a stern stop. Listen, stop sir, my house. Yeah, leave us alone. Yeah, that's right. So the agent destroyed the notes. <laughs> Why? On orders from his superior, which was his name was Gordon. After Oswald was named the suspect in the Kennedy assassination. But then why would they do- after been ordered to destroy wow. the notes? Now hear me out. Hear me out. Now, regardless of whether or not Oswald killed Kennedy. It's a little okay. sketch that they had him destroy the notes. But wouldn't you wouldn't you maybe go, hey, you know, the guy who killed Kennedy was here like a week ago? And well, I see, didn't do anything. Well, no, see, they didn't want to get. So they didn't want to. Like, there you go. Like, there you like, go. There you go. He was yes. fucking never here, bro. That's right. <laughs> so destroy all this shit. Super sketch, right? So destroy it because, yeah, they'll be. I guess no, I don't yes. want to be implicated. Yeah, in when, this. when the Warren Commission's like, so um, we were checking the records here, and uh, we just yeah. no, uh, so you didn't. Respond? He asked us yeah, to supervise. Exactly. Right. <laughs> like, and they were scrutinized and they were they were really like, you know, because drill. the main suspect for the assassination of Kennedy was at their office two weeks earlier. That's that's not a good look. It's not a good look. Yeah. Right? Okay, good. So now here we are, Thursday, November twenty first, nineteen sixty three. This is the day before. Mm-hmm. Oswald asked Frazier, which is his boss, for an unusual midweek lift or drive to Irving. Right? So he said, hey, can you can you drive me there? Because oh, I don't have a car. I can't to, drive. To get the strap. Right? To get the fucking... So he said he had to pick up curtain rods. Oh, because curtain rods are long, just like a rifle. <laughs> so the next morning, which is the day of the assassination, he returned to Dallas with Frazier. He left $170 and a wedding ring and his wedding ring. $170. It's like three months pay. What the fuck? So he left it with Marina. Here's the cash, baby. And he's and he left his wedding ring. (laughs) Yeah, right. He was he was going to he was going to he he was going to the titty. It's like, baby, they can't, they can't know I'm married. So he left. <laughs> I got, got the hundred. Got, got the curtain rods. <laughs> I got the curtain rods. I got, I'm got, got, got the yeah, curtain yeah. rods, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so he left $170 in his wedding ring, but he took a large paper bag with him. Frazier reported that Oswald told him the bag contained curtain rods. In he a took this huge pa- bag. Oh, I was like, I was thinking like a lunch bag. I was like, what the no, fuck? No, sir, he took, to, so to work, he took this huge bag and he said, and it was covered in paper. Oh, yeah. And he said, Frazier, hey, don't worry. This is just it's curtain rods, rods that we picked up yesterday. Remember hey, the curtain rods? Hey, yeah, remember over the, there. Yeah. 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 Let's, let's go back. Why is it, why is it shaped here. like a gun? Because the curtain rods. <laughs> <laughs> and as of note, it is, as of note, the Warren Commission concludes that the package of curtain rods was the rifle. Sure. Yeah, because why would you take curtain rods to work? Like, yeah, like you, you're taking curtain sense. rods away from your house yeah. mm-hmm. to, to, to the book depository. The lights is fucking me up. I, I can't deal. With it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, okay, good. So now we're here. Now we're at the point of the Texas School Book Depository, the Done. day of reconciliation. <laughs> okay. So one of Oswald's coworkers, Charles Givens, he testified to the commission. He saw Oswald. On the sixth floor of the Texas School Book Depository at 11.55 a.m. And what time was the shooting? 35 minutes later. Okay. Mm. So there's a witness 35 minutes before. 
Mm-hmm. Sure. And that's Charles Givens. Uh, in an FBI report taken the day of the assassination, Givens said that the encounter took place at 11.30 a.m. and that he saw Oswald reading a newspaper in the first floor room at 11.50 a.m. William Shelley, which is a foreman at the depository, testified that he saw Oswald near the telephone on the first floor between 11.45 and 11.50 a.m. Okay, so he was up reading it. He was upstairs. Then he was downstairs. And then he goes back upstairs like six minutes later. So then the janitor, Eddie Piper, dope name, dope name. Dope name. Eddie Piper also testified he spoke to Oswald on the first floor at noon. So when the shooting happened, like 1205? 1220. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. How you doing, Oswald? Having a good day? Yeah. He's like, look at these. I just just cleaned the shitter out. It's all yours, brother. So so another coworker, Bonnie Ray Williams, was eating lunch on the sixth floor of the depository and was there until at least 1210 p.m. He said that during that time, he didn't see Oswald or anyone else on the sixth floor. And he thought that he was the only person up there on the sixth floor. He also said that some boxes in the southeast corner may have prevented him from seeing deep into the sniper's nest. Caroline Arnold, the secretary to the VP of the Texas School Book Depository, informed the FBI that as she left the building to watch the motorcade, she caught a glimpse of a man whom she believed to be Oswald standing in the first floor hallway of the building just prior to the assassination. So, so he was in the first floor hallway yeah. before going up six flights so, of stairs. So these are all this is all the info of the witnesses that were there at the Texas. So pretty much seven so like ten so, minutes before. So like seven people saw him on the first floor and then like one dude was like, he was on the sixth floor. Right. Thirty five minutes prior. So there we go. That's that's the information leading up of Oswald leading up to the shots. Yes. Right? And here we are. And now we know a synopsis. We know a synopsis of Lee Harvey Oswald in his life. The man, the myth, the fucking loser. God, this guy was the (laughs) shit bag. So there's so many things. And um, I hope it gave an explanation a little bit of Oswald and like what I don't want to say his motives because we still don't know his motives and we still don't know necessarily what he was trying to do or, or but it seems like he was grasping on to trying to make a change and trying to make a name for force himself yeah and oh, trying to fully. force himself into history I guess and I think it's good in order to make a in order to come to your own conclusion you, you think you need all the variables that you can yeah. have and like knowing the backstory of this guy it makes it gives you a better picture of maybe like the mindset yeah. like but obviously i'm yeah because it's like what you're saying i'm like, not gonna get of, into it a lot of people don't even know a bunch of the incidents that we went over like the yeah. prior assassination attempt that linked to him we all we all agree <laughs> or that. even like the the whole russia thing like yeah. and how he was um what was it called like he like he left you know, defector US. yeah like he, yeah and then they like let him back in and give him like money to come back in like what the fuck get the fuck out of town mm-hmm. so obviously you know in in the upcoming episode this will be the that's right where we right. kind of get into all the nitty-gritty and, and obviously we'll voice more opinions but 
definitely we want to we want to get you guys feedback we'd love to hear what you guys think what your questions are if we can provide any more insight or or just our views and we'll, or we want to know what you think maybe we'll, we'll maybe give a little plug on the on the, on the yeah. next episode like yeah, let us know awesome. yeah absolutely so next episode we are going to go over every theory uh that exists now that we know the entire backstory we have a, a full grasp or at least a, a i would say a partial grasp of oswald and of the story of jfk assassination etc we can now go into the conspiracy theories and kind of take a look at all the the weird ones the good ones and come to a conclusion i do have a conclusion for you guys that is mine uh and i might then, have a different one yeah so I, I, I guarantee i have a different one. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> absolutely but uh anyways that's what we got for you guys tonight uh thanks a bunch yeah, I'll catch you next time. Make Let's sure to follow us on social media. We're on TikTok, Instagram, Twitter. Leave a everywhere. review, for Christ's sake. Leave yes. a review, review, review. Even if you hate us, leave a review. Yeah. I don't care. I just, yeah. I, just want you to, I just want you to give us your feedback, damn it. Our best suggestion is to leave a review that's five star, <laughs> even if you hate us. So if you just, just do five stars, but then hate us in the review. <laughs>